Welcome to the Midnight Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Ethan Bennett, alongside my fellow co-host, Tyler Sinden. We are both entrepreneurs who are learning, growing, and building our own businesses. Our goal is to share experience and knowledge to help you grow and become a successful entrepreneur. Strap in. Before we get started, if you have any questions or things you'd like us to cover, you can email us at midnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. And if you'd like to join our business discord where we talk about wins, business problems, or general questions, shoot us a message and we will get you in there. Tyler, what is going on? It is a Sunday morning right before the kickoff of the NFL games. Yeah, right before you lied to me. You said 10 o'clock. It's now 1050. A little bit late, but we're we're here. <laughs> uh, you said in between 9 and 11, so I was good. Yeah, I did say that. You you said you said I was hoping for as early as possible, just because for me, I I don't know. I got the bike ride coming in soon, so I was just uh, hoping for. That's why I just like getting stuff done early. I don't know. I hear you. I was up. I was up a little later last night, so uh, I was shooting for that. But yeah, I woke up at like it was like eight fifty my time, which is what nine fifty your time, and I was like, Ugh, can't do it right now. I, no, I was gonna go to the bar, and then I just. My buddy was there, and then I was like, nah, I'm just going to stay in. So I watched some Suits. It was a good mm, time. Classic. Yeah. Did you ever finish good that show. series? Nope. Uh, working on it now. I think I'm almost season four. I think I've watched it at least twice, maybe three times. And I always get to about season, like, I don't know which season it is, but it's like a season or two before it actually finishes, and I just never make it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. They just start changing everything, and then I just end up falling off and don't feel like watching it anymore. Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it again, but if I can get through it once, I'll be happy. Um, yeah, other, other, other than that, Tyler, what is, uh, what's going on with you? <clears throat> wow, <clears throat> what's going on with you? I don't know if it's just me, but October seems to be going by really quickly. I don't know. Does is, is this seem like that for you? Oh, yeah, it's flying by. Um I have obviously that documentary deadline November first, so things are things are moving, and it's already what October twenty second, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, it went by pretty quick. Yeah, so I don't know. It just it seems like a lot of the times I feel like the months don't go by that quick, but yeah. So I just finished up a landing page. She didn't really ask for it, but like I was saying in a previous episode, I changed up the conversion tracking and I really want to make it work and make everything as good as possible. So I finished up a Google ad landing page for my client and I need to meet with her and go over the landing page, go over how everything's going because she said she wants to meet quarterly. I'm going to have to send another invoice soon. And uh, yeah, I, I sent it to you. I thought it, I thought it came out really nice, um, looked pretty decent. So what do you think of it? Yeah, I thought it looked good. I was scrolling through it um, on my phone and it looked good on my phone. I didn't get a chance to look at it actually on like the desktop version. I don't know what the mm-hmm. majority of her clients are coming to her, whether it's desktop or uh, mobile. But yeah, I thought it looked really good. Information was good. And you're the next uh, you're the next great website designer, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, had a, had quite a bit of help with AI and writing content. And I was creeping a lot of other ads and just looking at their landing pages, taking their copy, putting it into an AI and being like, hey, rewrite this. So that's how I was getting a lot of ideas. And I think it came out pretty good. So yeah, I was able to get that done. And I don't know if you have this. Yeah, you do have this on yours. I'll I'll just say the other one. Um, My YouTube grind continues. I had a meeting with, uh, there's been an Arte group that someone formed where she wants to get better and have more accountability with social media posting. 
So I that was my second time meeting with them, but I missed the other weekly meeting that they had, but I'm not sure if I'll go away every time. But we met and I just want to make sure I'm staying consistent with everything. So like I was saying before we started, I was filming a little bit of YouTube videos this morning and it's just trying to find time throughout the day that, to make sure that I'm getting my recording in and trying to stay consistent with YouTube. I'm, I'm doing really good with the short form content. It's just I don't come up with ideas till the day of. So then I got to <laughs> kind of just scramble and get it done the day of. So yeah, yeah. Hey, that's uh, it's better than nothing, though. It's true. As long as I'm staying consistent, I haven't missed a day. I don't know when we started that challenge, but the challenge continues. The 30 think, day challenge. Yeah, I think it was the <laughs> beginning of August, or maybe like August 7th or 10th or something like that. So, rocking out two months, two, over two months. Yeah, doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and Pretty then uh, <laughs> your last. I don't know. You got a beeper there. Um, your last. Um, thing on your updates here i also have on my updates i know last i think last week we talked about it a little trial run as tyler being an editor and we actually had a more in-depth conversation than we did on the youtube channel sent uh tyler some footage to be edit and he did a stellar job you guys so go to him for all <laughs> your editing that. needs no i'm being serious the the video is good um sent it to me last night and we're gonna upload it today and go over some comments some revisions but yeah uh i thought it was good I liked that you were editing it and I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> and if we could arrange something like that where I just pay you to do that, that would be fantastic. I was just thinking about like a constant outsource where once I get to the point where I can hire someone, then I hire someone to do that for me. And that's like, you're outsourcing to me, I'm outsourcing to someone else. But like that would maybe be like an employee. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't understand because like you say it's good. But then I think about when you say you tried it with the people in full-time filmmaker, how they couldn't make that because I, I didn't do anything special or stellar with it or I don't, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it was well, just like a different type of project. Well, yeah. And, and it's more so the stuff I was asking with the full-time filmmaker people and the other editors was a lot of client work. So I'm sure mm -hmm. they could put together the YouTube video fine, but some of the like corporate interview work and stuff like that looked a little shitty. And one mm -hmm. thing I'm starting to realize is maybe it's the footage, like a lot of the footage they were probably shooting and then editing where a lot of it I was looking at, I was like, well, this framing sucks and this coloring sucks, whatever. But if I'm giving you footage, you know what I mean? I yeah. know it's shot well. I know it's exposed properly. I know the framing looks good. If I have to do the coloring at the end, that's fine. But um, yeah, I think that was maybe the issue after seeing you working with my footage, it obviously looked more so how I'd want it to, but that's probably just because I shot it. Yeah. So when you were trying it with the full-time filmmaker, they were using their own footage? Well, I didn't really, I didn't give, really give them a test run. It's more so, hey, send me your portfolio and let me see the oh. work you did. Oh. And then when they sent me the portfolio, I was like, eh, this stuff isn't super special, you know? Like this isn't gotcha. anything crazy. And obviously the video you worked on is a YouTube video. It's not like it's, you know, creating yeah. some four minute Nike documentary, whatever it might be. Right. But even if you could take a little bit off the plate and it's easy stuff like that, that, that helps. Yeah. Happy to help out. Yeah. And maybe we'll, uh, we'll put a link in once we have this video complete, we'll put a link in one of these podcast descriptions. You guys can see how Tyler did. <laughs> they see it and they're like, he said, what are you talking about? This sucked. Like, oh, 
on. <laughs> this is extremely average. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking for. We just need average yeah. around here. Just trying to get it done. Yeah. Take stuff off your plate. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's going well. Hopefully we can figure out a way to do that. Um moving forward as well as the other stuff you're doing with the ads and the landing pages, that kind of fun stuff. So uh stay tuned for more updates on that. A couple things on my end. My sister had a job interview uh, with a company and they're looking, they're asking her a bunch of questions about digital marketing and all of this different stuff. And she doesn't have a ton of experience in it. So I told her, I was like, Hey, you can do all that stuff for me if you want to get experience and practice with it. And she's like, yeah, send me the stuff over and I'll do it. So that might be something. I don't know if she's actually going to do it. I don't know if it's actually going to be worthwhile where it's something I'm going to want to be posting, but <laughs> maybe it's some work whether it's free work or just cheap work because yeah. uh, she doesn't know much and just needs that experience. That might be a little bit of a help on my end. Uh, and then the last thing, I think I'm going to look for a podcast producer. The other two, not a producer, but more so someone to manage the back end where I just give them the podcast episode and they can take the clips out of it, schedule all the clips, do all that because the other two podcasts like I have... Editor. Well, the, the the editing thing is I'm going to edit the podcast and I'll give them the link. I don't know if you've used Opus Clip before. I just found it. And basically mm -hmm. you plug in your episode to uh, this website and then it cuts the social clips for you and puts captions on there. The only mm -hmm. downside is there's not a ton of customizability. You can custom. I don't know if that's a word. You can't customize it super well. Like you can't really move the text up and down. It's kind of in the middle of the screen, the bottom or the top. Um, you can change the font and the color and, and the keywords and everything. But the platform is not perfect, but it's better than nothing. So ideally, if I can get someone to do that, pay them to schedule all the shit on social media. I just it's hard for me to look at, uh, especially three dudes that podcast and think I'm putting valuable time into this, whereas I have other stuff to do. So. Might just hire someone to do all that and then uh, take care of that issue that I'm running into. Seems like something a VA would do. Yeah, but I always struggle doing VAs because I trust a little Indian with all my information on, on an account. <laughs> Maybe your sister can do that. Uh, yeah, she could do that. I know, I know it sounds <laughs> bad, but it's like, I don't know, because I'd have to be giving them my personal login to Opus Clip, mm -hmm. the thing I have a subscription to. Or I guess I could just change the password to something generic and the email to something generic. But yeah, and then Facebook and Instagram. I don't know how Instagram works. I'd probably have to give them access to the logins for Instagram. But yeah, I'd like it to be someone that is a little bit trustworthy or at least seems to be so. Yeah, I know a lot of people in Arte. They, they, I know I've seen a few of the questions that are similar to this about hiring a VA to to schedule content for them. So I'm I don't know how they find them or I'm pretty sure they get to the point where they have that. I don't know. Yeah, and that's it's I've seen a lot on Fiverr or Upwork cuz I've thought about doing a VA for all the outreach stuff that I just have not been doing. Um mm -hmm. so yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's that's still developing. Mhm. Mm yeah, maybe so, maybe you'll get there. One day, one day. Um, all right, let's move into this week's news story. Elon Musk uh, changing X, formerly known as Twitter, to have a couple new premium tiers. Uh, tell me a little bit about this, Tyler. 
I'm just, I'm just laughing because you say formerly known as Twitter and it wasn't in the title and everyone says that and it's like, why do you say that? It's X now. That's terrible branding. Why, why do you got to say so? I, I was just laughing because they say it a lot on Andy Frisella's podcast where he'll be reading an article and then it'll say this article or someone shared on X formerly known as Twitter. And it's like, then they just go off about how terrible branding it is and why he changed it to X. But yeah, so what happens or what's planning to happen or what's going to, I don't know what the goal is, but changing it to a couple tier, two two tiered pricing where there's going to be a lower tiered and a higher tiered and the lower tiered, it's going to still have all the features, but you're still going to be hit with the same amount of ads or a good number. I don't know exactly the number or if there is a number. And then there's a higher tier where it's same features, but now you don't get any ads. And I know a lot of platforms say like, I don't know if Hulu still does it, but I know they did it back in the day where you could have it for free, but you would have to watch the ads and then you could pay for the premium version where you don't get any ads. So I like that model. But then in the article, it also talks about people in New Zealand and Philippines, any new user, they got to pay a dollar to sign up. And I'm oh. just thinking, damn, would you pay to have a social media platform? Like if Facebook said you have to pay $5 a month, would you have social or Facebook? Probably just for business stuff. Interesting. Would you pay? For, so is the New Zealand I, thing a dollar when you sign up or is it a dollar a month? I don't know. It just said a dollar for any new user. So I don't know if it's just the one-time fee of a dollar. And if you think about it, like that can add up over time, any new users. But he also talks about the only way to get rid of bots and these fake accounts is to have it as a paid platform or a paid service because you're not going to have a million bots if you have to pay to have an account. Yeah. So then it makes sense in that regard, but it's like, I don't know if I would pay for a social media platform. Like, I guess it makes sense if you have a business and, but there's so many different platforms out there, say like YouTube or I don't know. It's just, it's just this world that we live in where there's so much misinformation and whatever you want to call it. And then these bots will come out and make it seem like you're a minority when you actually might not be the minority because the bots are making it seem like you're you are the minority because yeah of what they comment so you don't think you'd pay for any of the platforms just being like a creator or a user like youtube i think how many youtube videos do you watch if you need to find something like i think youtube would be a good video or a good platform that you could pay to even if you're not posting anything just because of its reach like its knowledge kind of like google yeah i don't i don't i don't think i would like X for sure, I wouldn't. <laughs> I yeah. barely use X as is. TikTok, oh, that's, <laughs> this is really off topic, but I just updated my computer and every time I talk, my screen gets bigger. I don't, okay, mate, it's not bigger anymore. <laughs> I don't know why it's, I don't know why it's not bigger. Okay. So YouTube, I don't know because does that mean that I don't get ads anymore? I like, I, YouTube's kind of the one where it's like you're familiar with. So it's like Google. It's, it, it would be like transferring from Google to say DuckDuckGo. You're familiar with Google. It's the same thing. I could go to, I don't know, any other platforms. Like Rumble, I think, is one that would be a co- comparable to YouTube. I think Twitch. 
Twitch is kind of different. It's m more yeah. live streaming, but it's like something that you're used to. It's like that's the home name brand type of thing. So I don't know if I would pay for YouTube. Like I might just go to a different platform. I think YouTube would be the number one would the number one one that I would pay for because I don't think there's anything that's yeah. even remotely close to YouTube. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to find a video, I've never even heard of Rumble and Twitch. <laughs> that's all live streaming. I don't know if there's anywhere else where you can go like search for a video. Vimeo maybe, but that's I feel like that's more portfolio pieces. I don't know if there's people actually creating on there. TikTok's so, getting pretty close, to be honest. Their, yeah. Their search platform is actually really good. Like, especially compared to Instagram. Instagram's is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, TikTok, yeah. And that's, they're, they've pushed a little bit more towards the long form stuff on TikTok. But I still think if you want to watch something on YouTube, a 20 minute, you know, full blown tutorial on how to light an interview or something, that's where mm -hmm. you're going to do it is YouTube. Right. I actually heard this the other day where, YouTube Shorts is actually leading. I don't know if this stats factual or not, but I heard it from someone in Arte where they said YouTube Shorts is leading the short form plat platforms. I believe it. Which There's, is very interesting. I feel like it's so much easier to pop off on there. I was scrolling through the YouTube homepage and I saw you had one that had like 9.8K. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I know I've had a few that just pop off and like, you'll see like a week later it's getting views and it's so random, but hmm, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I saw that and I was like, Oh sweet. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, I remember I've, which one it was. Uh, I don't, I was going to click on it and then Didn't I started watch. cooking. I was going to click on it. it I started cooking. Um, but yeah, I'll see if I can go back and find, I'm sure you could find it. Just go to the one that has yeah, 9 point eight right views. <laughs> Everything I ate before, during and after my marathon. Yeah. 9.8 K. Yep. There you go. So yeah, I feel like that's go. really easy to pop off. I going back to if I'd pay for a platform, I I tried to go through the process of getting a verified badge on Instagram, where you pay whatever, <laughs> and it was the I most that. it was the sh worst thing ever. It took forever to get it to verify me everything, and I finally just canceled it because I was like, this is the dumbest oh, thing yeah. ever. So um, that I don't know if I'd pay for the badge or anything, um, maybe. If I had 10,000 subscribe or 10,000 followers or something and I wanted it on there. But as of now, yeah. I don't think I'd pay for much unless it was YouTube. Um, and then maybe, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Facebook, I think I'm Instagram. in the same boat where if I'm a creator and I'm potentially making money, then yes, I probably would. But if I'm not creating and my goal isn't to get to that point, I don't think I would. Yeah, because then it, it just it kind becomes of takes another... Away it comes it, another Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah. It kind of takes away the purpose of an original purpose of the creation of these platforms because Facebook was made, I mean, Facebook was made to creep on your exes. <laughs> I think that's what Mark wanted. But uh, like Instagram, Instagram was to show off your photography and connect with others. Yeah. And it just kind of takes away from that. And I don't know what TikToks was, but TikToks was just <laughs> to share videos, I guess. Make you brain dead. It's right. <laughs> to spend countless hours on. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see if uh, other platforms follow what X is doing. But for now, I don't think they're going to. What? 
I said for it now. It just seemed I, like you stopped. <laughs> Toss, seemed like you were mid-sentence and you just stopped talking. <laughs> uh, kind of. Um, for now, I don't think the other platforms are going to follow suit anytime soon, but uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. It, it seems like a lot of the times the platforms have been following X because like yeah. they originally started out with paying for the... The, the badge and then Facebook and Instagram did that and it's like what else is Mark gonna copy off of and then just, launch threads that's all he does is copy it's ridiculous threads do sucks ever, by the way do you, do you, didn't you say you love threads when it first came out I'm pretty sure you did uh, pretty sure you were that guy I don't think yeah, you have you proof so were. that's fine you, you're <laughs> definitely that guy I, I keep getting I don't know if you keep getting notifications it's like you gained 10 new followers on threads I'm like Okay. I get and them all the time like a, where it's like so yeah. and so followed you because they joined threads. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's like they're trying so hard to get threads up. Yeah. But it's like, nope. Not sucks. happening. Not happening, Mark. <laughs> all right. Let's go to this week's topic. We're going to be talking about complacency or something around that. We're not really exactly sure how to title the episode. So we'll figure <laughs> out the title after we talk about what we talk about and then maybe it'll change. But basically, talking about, you know, when you are going through the business journey, if you get complacent in that journey, you know, whether it's you are focusing too much on the work and you're working too much and not celebrating the wins or you're not grinding enough and you're kind of too happy about the wins. Is that where you see this episode going, Tyler? That's kind of how I took it. Yeah, in a sense. I I know in Arte, they've talked a lot about like Ed and Andy specifically. They always talk about celebrating the wins whenever they do come up and they wish whenever they they say if when they were back in the day or whatever they wish that they celebrated the wins a little bit more often whenever it did happen but then it makes me think would they actually get to where they are if they did celebrate those wins because i i feel like them celebrating those wins it might have created complacency and them not celebrating those wins and getting back to the grinding. It's trying to, oh, it's like, oh, I hit that goal. Let's continue. Let's get to that next goal. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. It just makes me think, would they actually have gotten to where they are today? Would they be further ahead? Would they be not as far ahead? Would they be that same person? Or would they be in the exact same spot if they did celebrate those wins? They might have just been a little bit happier. I don't know. That's That's kind of where I always have this thought whenever so, I hear someone that's extremely quote unquote successful in these terms, they say that. And I'm like, I don't, would you be where you are? Because they're giving advice on stuff that they didn't necessarily do, but it's like, I wish I did this. So I don't know. That what, That's something that always comes up. Do you ever think that? What do you, well, what do you think about, what do you think the celebrating the wins means? Like, what is that activity? I don't really know. Maybe days off, vacations, um, not going back to the grind and be setting a new goal and maybe taking like a week off. It's like you might be losing momentum at the, at the same time. So say you, I want to hit $1 million in revenue this year and you hit that, you go on a seven day vacation. Now you just kind of lost that momentum and now you got to work to build it back up. And I don't know. So it could be several different things and and then it's rewarding those behaviors. So it's like, or rewarding, like, I know Andy talks a lot about this with fitness and 75 hard. Whenever you say complete 75 hard at the end of 75 hard, you go and eat a cake. So it's like you're working those 75 days to avoid everything. And then at the end of the journey, you see this cake and it's like, okay, I'm going to have cake there. So it's like rewarding yourself for doing this stuff. So 
it maybe it's like a psychological thing with the reward and taking like days off and losing momentum. Yeah, I view it as when these people say they wish they would have enjoyed it a little bit more or, you know, celebrated their wins. It's more so being self-aware if they do hit that goal of, okay, I've made a million dollars this year, whatever it is, to, okay, then you can you can hang out for a couple of days and enjoy that, celebrate that with your friends. Maybe you go to a nice dinner, you have a big conference about, oh, we've hit a million dollars for the company, whatever it might be, instead of, oh, we hit it, and then the next day working another 16 hours and just totally forgetting about what you just hit. Whereas mm-hmm. you don't have to go take a seven day vacation and go to the beach. But if you want to take a weekend or whatever it is and then say, OK, Monday morning, we set a new goal and we're back at it. I think there's a happy medium where I think a lot of these people, Gary V, for example, you work 16 hours a day and you just run over those goals and you don't even think about it. You're just like, OK, whatever, whatever, whatever. Whereas you're mm-hmm. not really celebrating and being proud of the fact that you got there. Right. Yeah, that's something similar that I have where it's constantly chasing that carrot that you, you're dangling like right in front of you. And it, it can be relatable to, say, the the rat race where it's they're like, here's a raise. And then you're just constantly trying to chase and get that next goal. But I think these are a little bit bigger. And what Andy always talks about is whenever you're setting goals, never actually hit them because once you get close to that goal, say the goal is a million dollars and you get close to it, you reset it to $10 million now. And then you never constantly, you never actually hit it. You're just constantly moving it ahead. And then you're, and that's another point that somewhat not related to this, but in, in a sense it is when you do go out to set a goal and I know we did this when we were when we had the mastermind. If we're gonna get back to it, but when you set your original goal for your revenue, and I was like, aim bigger, and then it it changes your mindset because if you have a goal of hitting say one hundred thousand dollars this year compared to say hitting one million dollars a year, your actions and your approach is gonna be completely different. Because for me, I might only need a a small raise, whereas it, to get to $100,000, where if I want to get to $1 million, I have to go a completely different approach. I'm not going to get a $900,000 raise or whatever it might be. So it's completely different approaches and different mindset where it's like, okay, what am I going to do? What are the actions and what is the value I'm going to be able to provide to be able to get to $1 million? Yeah, I was going to disagree with you until you brought up that point. And then you made me flip sides when you're talking about, you know, (laughs) never let you hit the goal. I like being able to hit goals. Like if we use, for example, like YouTube, let's say I had a, I, this year I hit a thousand YouTube subscribers and that was always hey. the goal for the longest time. <laughs> but it's like you hit it and then you should feel once you hit one of those goals, you should be able to be like, awesome. I hit that. Like I did it. But if I was to get to, you know, 900 and then I'm like, screw it, let's do 5,000, you know, yeah. then you never yeah. really reach that point of fulfillment where you feel proud. So right. that's the only issue I see with it. But I do like on the flip side where your mindset changes. Like I think at the beginning of the year, I said 250K and then you're like, well, why not 500? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true because it's it's a lot harder if you if you hit 325, whatever it is, you didn't hit 500, but you passed your original one that you were just shooting for that was a lot smaller. So I do like the flip side. So I'm kind of caught in between there. I think there might be a happy medium. Did you celebrate your 1,000 subscriber mark? 
I did. I was like, nice. I finally, I was like, nice. I finally got there. And then I moved on. (laughs) See, that's kind of like what, what I think this is where it's not really celebrating. It's like you, you acknowledge it. You're like, sweet. I got there. And then now it's the next goal. And instead of your, your 10 year goal that you said, (laughs) I'm going to hit 1000 subs. Now it's maybe, okay. In a year, I'm going to hit 10K subs. What do I got to do to get to 10K subs in one year? Yeah. And now you're, it's a completely different mindset where how many videos did you post this last year? Maybe you're probably only around two and you got to 1,000. You're like, I can just let it run and I'll eventually hit it. You're not yeah. going to be able to let it run and be able to hit 10K. What are you going to have to do? What are these action steps to hit, get to 10K? And then maybe like you get to, let's say July within a year. So like maybe six months away and you're like, I'm at 9,500. I'm going to crush 10,000. Let's up the goal to 50,000 now. Now your actions start changing and then you're going to hit 10K and then you can say, sweet, I hit 10K, give give myself a pat on the back and then move along. Yeah. I like that a lot better. At least acknowledging that original first goal. Like if I hit 250K revenue this year, I'd be like, awesome. I hit it. That's cool. Now we got half more of that to go. Yeah, right. It's funny. I just thought about this. I I had a buddy I met through YouTube and he always had these goals of net worth and saving money and putting it into a Roth and 401k and building his net worth and whatever. And it was funny. He, he, it was just a random goal. He's like, I want to hit 69k. And then when he hit 69K, he bought himself a cake with uh, two candles of 69. <laughs> it was so funny. So that was hey, his celebration. <laughs> however you want to celebrate, you hey, be my guest. Right. My, my other question I'd have is the whole grinding and like, go, 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 keep reaching for your goals. Is You see all these people that work like 16, 17 hours a day, right? You think that's really healthy to be doing that much? I don't see any issues with it. Like, like that's one thing that Alex always talks about where it depends on what, like if, if you love what you're doing, like if you say you, all you do is produce. And I think you really, really enjoy doing that. Like you're on set, you're engaging with people. I, I don't think you would get like, maybe you would because after a while it probably gets tedious and boring, but if you're constantly doing something new, I feel like you would just enjoy it. And it's like, I lo- absolutely love this. And that's what Alex Ramosi always talks about where it's like, he enjoys doing what he does. Like he truly enjoys that. And people will say, why do you do that? Like, why like go out and <laughs> travel or go out and explore? He's like, I don't find enjoyment in that. So it's like, I I think it just depends on your goals. Yeah. And if you're, if your goals and you're, you're enjoying that, like you might not always enjoy it, but um, just understanding like where you want to go. And if you enjoy that process, I think there's nothing wrong with that. And it just depends on like, if you're able to like, I, I know you have in here, Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast had that goal where all he's all he's gonna do is get to where he wants to go, and I'm I'm sure he enjoyed that process. Yeah, well, and that's where so. he started making videos like ten years ago or twelve years ago or something like that, and then popped off. But I heard an interview uh, as far as how Mr. Beast works because he's obviously working nonstop twenty four seven. He says he just works all day every day until he burns out, and then he might take a half day off or he take a full day off, whatever he needs, and then the next day he's just so excited to get going that he just 
goes again. So it's interesting to see what works for some people and what works for others. Some people think, you know, I could work every single day, but only if it's 10 hours, right? I don't need any mm-hmm. days off if it's 10 hours. Other people are like, oh, I'd rather work, you know, 16 hours for four days and then take the weekend off or whatever it might be. So I think that's one of those things where you just kind of have to figure out what works for you and then mm-hmm. attack it that way. Yeah. And what your goals are. And like, I think if you get to that point where you just enjoy what you're doing, then it's like, why, why change it? Because like what I'm doing right now, some people might say, wow, you have no life. Oh, you don't like, why, why don't you go out and enjoy? It's like, I don't know. I enjoy this journey. I enjoy the process. I, and it's something that I, I enjoy doing. So it's like, I don't really care if I work 12, 14, whatever, how many hours, but it's just something like it, it's, I don't know. There's just something enjoyable about the process. Yeah. And there, the other thing to go along with that is you can work used to the Gary V going back to that work 16 hours a day. Right. And he's doing something nonstop 24 seven. I don't think it necessarily has to get to that point. Like we're not preaching that everybody should be working that much and grinding that much seven days a week, 16 hours. But I think everyone has a little bit more they can do than they realize. Like everyone's like, Oh, I work hard. And it's like, okay, probably. But if you really audited your time, how hard are you working? (laughs) And I've, you know, same thing for me. Like I know, and I'm self-aware enough to know that like I could be doing more. (laughs) For sure. Self-aware man. Yeah. You definitely could be short form content. Yeah. And I, and I realize like, I still think I do a little bit more than uh, most people that I talk to that just, right. you know, do their nine to five and go about their day. But I still think there's a little bit more. And I think everybody has a little bit more and they don't need to succumb to, oh my gosh, I need to work 24 seven, sleep eight hours, work the rest of the time. Like, no, you don't have to get to that point, but there is more you can do if you really looked at your time. Yeah. I don't think people, that's the same thing with weight loss where, or weight gain, whatever you want to do. Whenever you start tracking everything, you realize either you're eating a lot more or you're eating a lot less than you actually thought you were. And I think that's what happened with me when, before I started tracking, but it's the same thing with time. You don't realize where you're spending a lot of your time and where you can cut out a lot of the fat. And once you do say audit your time, you you become a lot more self-aware of exactly like what's where your attention is going because yeah. like so many people like I know I know for a fact when I first downloaded TikTok I was spending I think my screen time was up around seven eight hours a day yep like think of think of how much time that I would be able to cut out if I didn't didn't have that if I spent that time elsewhere yeah it's ridiculous I think and just to give a little bit of information to our people uh, if you are, there are some apps that you can actually track your time. I think Toggle is one of them. T O G G L. Uh, you got to track that manually, though. Okay, that's the one I've heard. Um, but I know also Google Calendar. If you're putting things in your calendar, like to a T of actually what you're doing, and it, it's actually accurate instead of just like throwing it in there and loosely going by it, they do mm-hmm. give you a little bit of analytics on one of the side panels that shows you like. of your time is meetings, you know, 70% of your time is sleep, whatever it is. But then you do have to manually input like 70% of your time is sleep. But uh, maybe even if you do it for like a week, if you download a toggle and you're like, I'm just going to track every minute of my day for a week and really see what my average. (laughs) So, well, you know, close, as close as you can get to it, uh, then you can kind of get an average of what you're doing with your time. 
Yeah, if you are on a computer too, I, I know someone I was working with, I don't know exactly what she was using, but it basically tracks the websites that you're on. And then it it's it's another way of tracking the your time. And like okay. I know with I, I know with iPhones they have the screen time. And like if you're on your phone a lot, you can just look at that. And I know um that's something that I've I've become aware of and I try. I I, I told you once that I was this was pretty recent too. I, I wanted to get below a certain number. Um, I don't know if I'm there, but yeah, I I know with that, but like, I think tracking every 15 minutes to see where your time is at and um, just where you're spending it because it, it can go away pretty fast. Yeah. And yeah, because that's one thing I've, my, like you said, my time, my phone screen time was like, seven or eight hours and now it's down to, i think two hours two in between two to three a day which Calling is shenanigans on that is that my screen time's two to three yeah i think it's <laughs> about two to three that's what it's been at recently every time i look at it it's like i think it's like two hours 37 minutes it's like 10 in the morning when i look but uh <laughs> it's two to three to me um so yeah I just keep those we just numbers don't look going. at it before i go to sleep <laughs> yeah that, that's a bad time to look at it um but yeah uh we're getting a little bit off topic from what we were talking about, but Tyler, you got anything else as far as, I mean, we kind of talked about uh, the carrot analogy. That's one thing we wanted to get in there, um, hitting your goals. Anything else you kind of want to touch on? Yeah, it, it's tough for us to really say what we're like, what the right thing to do is because we are in the process of going through this. So it's like, did you, so it's maybe just documenting like what we currently do and then maybe we can look back on it and be like, oh shit. Yeah. So when you hit 100K for your business, did you celebrate? Um, I don't even know if I did. I think just internally, I was like, that's that's sick. Uh-huh. But I don't think I told anybody because at that time it's like, it's we've talked about this before in the podcast where no one wants to have a conversation about money and you don't want to be like, oh, I made 100K this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think yeah. I really celebrated. I didn't do anything spectacular, like get a hundred K cake or tell <laughs> anybody, but I think internally right. I was pretty excited. Yeah. So I guess for me in the process right now, like for my first, one of my goals was to get my first client and I did celebrate in a sense where I got uh, new beats. Yeah. Um, and then I have new goals coming up that it, I'm not really <laughs> making good strides towards, but I don't know if I will hit them or I don't know if I will celebrate when I hit them. Yeah. So I guess we'll see when we hit, when we get there. But um, yeah, I guess, I, it, I guess it doesn't even really have to be like anything crazy when you do celebrate because I actually did. I think it's more of a reward as opposed to celebrating because I did write out my quote unquote reward for hitting that next goal that I do have. Yeah. It was an iPad. There you go. <laughs> Get an iPad. Um, yeah. what, do you want to verbalize your goal on here or do you want to save it? Uh, it was $10,000 per month in profit. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not so, 150 K in profit like that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I got I got some ways to go, but yeah, that that that's the goal. And I don't know if YouTube's gonna be the way to get there, but I think I'm not. So the quote with Steve Jobs, where you can't connect connect the dots going forward, but you can connect the dots going backwards. I'm trying to think in the future, like with what I'm doing right now, 
And when I think about the documentation of the process of the Iron Man, I'm thinking that this could potentially open up different routes that I might want to go, maybe like a nutrition coach or a Ironman coach or performance coach, whatever it might be. I think this might open a lot of different avenues. And I don't know if you've heard of Nick Barr, but I've been watching a lot of his videos where he was documenting him training for an Ironman, him doing marathon training. And then I didn't realize it, but he actually owns this supplement company, BPN. I've never tried the products or anything, but I just thought that was really cool because in one of the videos I saw his, uh, his building and I'm like, Hmm. So I, I just think like if I'm able to build a following from this and then once I have that personal brand, I can potentially branch out into different avenues where, you know, connecting the dots going forward can be tough, but looking backwards, I might be like, I'm happy I did that. Getting ahead so, of the curve. Trying to. Like that, that, that's one thing that I heard with Alex Hermosi on a podcast where it was like, I don't know, what, what, what would you give yourself, your, yourself advice five years ago or 10 years ago? And basically what he said is just start. And yeah. he's, he's like, so he, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Like if I ever want to start something, I, I need to start it now because that's the best time to start it. Yep. Actually, like five years ago was, but yeah, <laughs> if you're doing YouTube <laughs> but if I didn't for five start, years. And now I got to do it. Exactly. Because yeah. it's like, imagine if I was staying consistent. So I originally wanted to start. So a little story getting off topic here, but imagine I stayed consistent. I was probably around, I'll guess 19 or 20, 19 to 21, somewhere in that range. I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. And at the time, pranks, pranks were huge. And I wanted to get into it. And I came up with, I don't even know if I still have my, my journal for, maybe I'd still do. I had a whole bunch of ideas, what I wanted to do, had a whole list of different names for my YouTube channel. I bought the camera, I bought the mic, I went out, I filmed one video and I just thought it was extremely cringy and boring and I didn't end up publishing it. And I'm really, I'm really upset that I didn't do that and follow through and imagine where I would be right now if I started that. That was 10 years ago, where, where I would be right now if I st started it and stuck with it. You'd be like Big Dawes. Have you seen that guy? He was one of my inspirations. Yep. Yep. Him, uh, Vitaly. Oh, those yeah. Were, uh, yeah. Those are a couple of the guys. The, I think there was others. There was like uh, that Jimmy guy. Jimmy was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. He's actually that. been in some, some video or actual movies. But yeah, those are just imagine like if I stuck with it and I did it and I, I probably wouldn't be here, but hindsight 2020. So now it's just like, if I want to start something, if I want to do something, it's doing it. Yeah. I think so. that's a, I think that's a good thing to end off on the consistency. Uh, that's kind of the biggest, that's the name of the game. The more you do it, just and like Mr. Action. Beast, man, he 12 years, he did it and his videos sucked for the longest time. And now he has, I think they just hit a hundred million subscribers on YouTube. Something like that. Jeez. He's so, insane. Yeah. It's quite a Did few Did you people. see his one tweet? He he made a video when he was like 10 years ago. He's like, uh, maybe eight years ago. He's like, I'm predicting where I'm going to be in 10 years. And it's oh, unlisted. And then, it's scheduled. Yeah. For, and he's, it's like, in two years, this video is going to come out. How many subs do you think I, I predicted or whatever it is? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so literally a third cool. of the United States. That's insane. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's crazy. Uh, all right, Tyler, business idea of the week. It is on you. What do you got for us? So I was just thinking about this the other day. I thought it would be pretty cool. 
I don't know what, what it would be called, but like maybe like a future app where you put in all this information about you and then it helps you get to where you go and outline the steps. So say it'll ask you questions. What do you enjoy? What are you good at? And then it's like, what would you like to do? What are your goals? And then it formulates a plan for you. So it's like, I'm really good at videography, photography, marketing, whatever it is. And then you go into the next step and then it comes out with a plan and it says, this would be a really good starting point for you to be a videographer. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to take that route. And then it gives you like a detailed outline of what you need to do. It's like, okay, you can get some beginner stuff and then maybe it'll have like a detailed plan. It'll be like, go outside and shoot five artistic shots and then come back in, edit it, and then just try and do that. And then it's like, maybe go to five different businesses, go and say, hey, I'd like to shoot five free videos for you or whatever it is. So it's just outlining a path to success for you. I like that actually. And I think that would be super easy to do with where AI is at. If you could somehow like integrate whatever chat GPT is doing with the app mm-hmm. where, cause mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like that's what people need before they go to college. Cause that's just like a, a better college. Like if you, if you could, people go to college, they're not sure what they do. That's why they switch majors so many times. But if they could <laughs> say, here's what I'm good at, here's what I like to do. And then maybe it gives you a list of 10. And then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's try this one. It gives you an outline. Okay, here's the steps you need to take. And then almost like t- tasks, like you're mm-hmm. in a course, like if you're in a college course and they have you do homework, instead of doing that, they're giving you real world tasks to do. Like you said, you know, call up five businesses and say, I'll do this for free. Um, mm-hmm. And then once you do that, you have to check that off before you get to the next task. You can't check mm-hmm. it off until, and maybe there's some sort of proof thing where you have to prove it. Like, okay, here's... accountability type of thing where it's like take a picture yeah upload a photo of your calendar after you schedule the shoots in or something whatever it is um i think that'd be really good because then people could say you know if it gives you 10 options you could choose like okay well there's a video uh, I like fitness. So I could go maybe a, some sort of fitness coach. How would I be a fitness coach? Maybe there's something mm-hmm. down here. Maybe you want to be an author. Here's how you can mm-hmm. start being an author, whatever it is, or it gives you a bunch of different ideas. And then if you really suck at something, you can go back <laughs> to that first page and try something else. So I think yeah. that's the and big then, thing people don't do is they don't try enough stuff. Yeah. yeah I think you got to do that early. I mean, you can yeah. do it whenever, but trying it out early just trying to fail and see what you do like, what you don't like. And I think that's one thing we had like career day where you go into a career or an office with say one of your family members to see what they do, what they, and see if you like it. And I think that's a good idea to just like test it out yeah. to see if like that's something that you would enjoy. Yeah. I like that. That's, I think that's one of my favorite ones you've uh, spit out on this podcast, Tyler. Sweet. Yeah, I was just thinking like another thing that you could do is like, where would you like to go? What what profession would you like? Would you like to be an entrepreneur? Would you like to be a doctor or a lawyer? Yeah. And then it's like, maybe I want to be a doctor. It's like, okay, how old are you? And it's like, okay, this is what you should do. This is the classes you should take. This is what you got to get on the MCAT. This is what mm-hmm. universities to apply to. These are some of the top ranked universities. This is what you can do these and i think it could just outline like basically your future (laughs) it takes away the whole uh who you know what you know is who you know so it's like if you didn't have a list of the top universities and like here's what you need to get to get in 
you could obviously do that research on your own. And it's a lot of Googling, but if it just pops up for you, if you're like, Oh, how do yeah. I be a doctor? Okay. Well, I got to get an MCAT, this on my MCAT. So well, what do yeah. I have to study instead of Google that? It's like, well, here's what you need to study. Here are the five books, you know, here's a recommended studying plan. You know, maybe it's an hour here and then half hour studying and then an hour on the next chapter, half hour. I really like that. It's a good idea. I like it too. Good. Let's how do you, it. yeah. How, I think one of the things is like, how do you, just like jump into this because I know a lot of people like they they would have like say an idea for this and it's like okay now let's do it now let's implement it because like we have so many great ideas it's just like how do you take that action because like this doesn't seem like it would be profitable you know maybe it's like going to Silicon Valley trying to find investors uh yeah profit on this maybe you could there's a paywall you know they give you the first little half of it but if you want the full plan you got to pay. 10 bucks to use it or whatever it might be, you know? I think you misunderstood, but yeah. Oh, how, what, what do you mean by profitable? Like how, what, what I just, I think it's just taking the action. Like how does someone just jump into that? Like, I, I feel like my brain right now, because like, I, I don't want to quit. <laughs> I'm like so stuck on that. Well, this uh, this specific one, you'd have to find somebody that could figure out how to get engineers. Yeah, you'd have to someone that can get like an AI to put it together. You could lay it out. You'd be more the visionary like this is how I want it yeah. to be. So you'd have to find an engineer, someone that could put that together in an app form or a website form. It could even be a website. Um, mm-hmm. Then you'd have to find a, you know, designer for the website or how it's going to look. Um but yeah, I think the engineer is kind of the biggest thing. But that all Probably. takes money. You need to find somebody that's right. willing to do that for like partnership. Right. Equity. Yeah. Because how does that work if you go to Silicon Valley and you pitch it? Can they just take your idea? <laughs> well, I was just saying because that's where like the hot spot was and everyone yeah. would go there. And, I got a startup. I got a startup too. I got a startup. And it's yeah. like, all right, we're all failing. <laughs> yeah. Well, even if you find like an investor, uh, there's so many local investors that you probably don't know about millionaires in your cities or around you that you could just go to them and just say, Hey, I have this idea. It's potentially going to take $500,000 to do. I'll give mm-hmm. you 49% of it, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And then you say, will you back it? Or, you know, maybe you find 10 investors that each give you $50,000, whatever it might be. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think there are a lot of ways to do it. There should be an app that tells us how to do this. <laughs> right hey i'm trying to build an app about the question that led to this app (laughs) (laughs) just problems on problems yeah exactly all right cool all right you got anything else tyler no i think that's it sweet uh that was a good episode that's episode 59 of the midnight entrepreneur if you have any questions you'd like us to cover or answer email us at the midnight entrepreneur at gmail.com if you found value in this content or found this entertaining share this with a friend or post it on your story and if you really enjoyed the show we love a rating and review wherever you're listening talk to you guys next week for another episode of the midnight entrepreneur success breeds complacency complacency breeds failure only the paranoid survive andy grove